This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast, your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families, sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au. A proud joy sponsor for over five years. Family Matters, Joy 94.9. The very lovely producer Gina and myself uh, spoke with the pioneer Nan McGregor earlier who was the founder of PFLAG. We spoke to her about her own son coming out to her 25 years ago and about her advocacy for yeah. PFLAG since then and supporting other parents who are, who are in her same situation. We'll listen to that in a sec. Uh, Louis, writer of the children book series, The BU Collection, is going to hang around and after the sure Nan McGregor interview, we're going to chat to him about his coming out story as well. His coming out and maybe some tips for other people coming Ooh. out, I reckon. Yes. Okay. I've got to start thinking of some. You can work on that I've got a few. Dave. Here got it a is. Few? It's Nan McGregor, founder of PFLAG. The kids are all right. As for our presenters, um, Family Matters, Joy 94.9. PFLAG, it stands for Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. When PFLAG Victoria was formed, it was a voluntary organisation whose members had one common goal, supporting the families and friends of all gay people. While PFLAG Victoria no longer exists, that still doesn't mean that it isn't needed, especially now. But when we are looking at organisations that provide support to our community, it's important to look past what is around us here and now, because that support was just as necessary years ago as it was today. Joining us on the line is the founder of PFLAG Victoria, Nan McGregor. Nan, thanks for joining us. Uh, for, for those who don't know your history, Nan, when did you first get involved in PFLAG and why? Well, um, I first became involved in 1993. It's actually 25 years ago today that Kira and our son came out to us. So I've got a, a, a 25th anniversary to celebrate. Um, and... About six months later, I went along to my first PFLAG meeting and there were about six or seven of us there, all parents, all crying, but um, supporting each other. How important is the role of a parent when their child comes out? Oh, absolutely essential. Um, Look, it's all about love. If you love your child, you'll carry on with the loving and um, and supporting because times are tough. Uh, if you're different, I think, I think it's better now. 25 years ago, it was probably not so easy, but um, there, there's a lot of support out there in the community now. And, um, but I think it's all, it's all about love. Nan, I know I... I I didn't get a chance to come out. I was kind of found out when I was 16 and mm-hmm. I'm 40 now. So if we do the math, it's very similar to the time your son came out to you. Yes. My parents were from a Greek background, very traditional right. Greek Orthodox background. Right. So I understood the history they were bringing to them having to – it was always going to take them time 
to come yeah. to grips with that news. What was it f- like for you? I mean, my parents grew up with a church telling them that being gay was a sin um, and even our culture telling them it was a sin. What was it for you when your son said those words and did he say those words? Well, uh, we were chronically Catholic. Uh, we were very involved in our Catholic parish. There was not an organisation within the parish that there wasn't a McGregor involved in. <laughs> and um, I guess the church wasn't terribly... They didn't say anything outlandish or rotten to us, but um, when we did come out, there was a, a distinct chill in the, in the par- parochial air. Um, the... Uh, uh, we, we 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 were virtually ostracised because wow. we were very public. We didn't see, consider it anything to hide about. He was Kieran. We loved him. We he was our child, and that was it. So, how did you go but, about putting your religious beliefs sort of secondary to your son and accepting your son for being gay? Well, there wasn't a choice. Mm. It was either my son or my church, and I chose my son. Um, I thought the uh, the church was horribly wrong, and so it was all, all it was all for my son. I have to admit, I was. I mean, my mum. You know, we laugh about it now. She tried to get me blessed a couple of times to try and fix it, um, but she. <laughs> I still always felt loved, and and you know, she was able to separate that church. And you know, child thing. Um, yes. So she never did try and pressure. So I, even though I knew she was battling with those, you know, battling with her own inner feelings towards her faith, I, I still always felt her love. Did you yeah. know your? Had you guessed your son was gay? How old was he? So it was twenty five years ago that he told you. But how old was he at the time? He was twenty. It was just past his twentieth birthday, and um, I had a suspicion because uh, all, his, all his life he loved dressing up <laughs> and um, he, uh, uh, he he used to play dress-ups and um, I, I just had an instinct that he was different. He's a twin. He was vastly different from his twin brother. Um, I wasn't aware of the horrible time he was having at school until the night that he came out. Um and uh, it's school school days were, were absolutely awful for him. Uh, and uh, there was a, a he went to a Catholic boys' college. And um, yeah, I, I I didn't know any of it until the night that he came out and he told us about it and how dismal his school days yeah. were, actually were. Um, uh, he actually went back and told them after he'd left. He uh, he told them how badly he'd been treated. Um, he, he saw the principal and, and um, uh, told, told the principal about these awful school days. Uh, but it's sort of ruined us as far as church is concerned. Yeah. It, and I, I don't feel any shame. I, I don't feel... I feel proud that we stood up for him. Was there a whole lot um, of um, pressure rel- relieved from Kieran when he came out to you? Was it 
Was it like a hollow of weight off his shoulders? I think so, yes. He he told us, he told his father and, and me first of all, and he went out to dinner the next night with his two sisters. And he, he'd already told his twin brother, uh, which was the first one to know. And um, Fergus burst into tears and cried and... Um, then he told us, we, I cried. It was there were a lot of tears shed because um, I thought life's going to be tough. You're not going to people aren't going to love you as the, the same way as we did or do, still do. And um, it was it, it, it went out on the night after he told us. Um, it, he went out to dinner with his sisters and he broke the news to them. And he wasn't living at home. He'd left left home just before his 20th birthday. And he was sharing a house with a friend who also turned out to be a gay boy as well and um, who'd encouraged him to tell us. And um, he, he, he took his sisters back to where, the, where he was living and he said, I've got something to tell you. I'm gay. Now you better go home. <laughs> and they came home and told us, and they said, oh, what, what are we going to do? I said, we don't do anything. We just love him. It's just something else we know about him. It is Family Matters, and we are talking with Nan McGregor, who was a founder of PFLAG. We would, we've got a second half of the interview yep. there coming up soon. Uh, if you've got any questions for the crew, um, you can SMS on 0427JOY949, or you can email on air at joy.org.au. And you can do the same with Lewis. He's joining us uh, for the rest of the hour. So he you can't will... get rid of me now. No, we're not. I don't even <laughs> know his family. We're trying to shoot him out the door at the moment, but he's, uh, he's staying by. <laughs> because we love Family Matters we on Joy 94.9. The kids are all right. As for our presenters, um, Family Matters, Joy 94.9. You're listening to another fabulous edition of Family Matters with the very lovely producer Gina, Beck and myself, and we've got a guest, Louie, in the studio. But first, we've got a second part of the Nan McGregor interview, who was a founder, or is the founder, of PFLAG. Uh, Nan, you, well, s- you said you were, when he came out, I mean, clearly you were accepting and the whole family were just amazing. And, and I think people forget historically how 25 years ago feels like 100 years ago. It does. It really does. And, you know, (laughs) when we remember back to a time before the internet and before some of the things we see on on television now, 25 years ago for for you to not only be accepting but then vocal was such a big deal. So what was it that made you say, actually, as a mother of of a gay son, I need to be vocal? And was that why... You kind of needed P flag. Was P flag there? I, I think I think I did need P flag. Actually, the the first thing I did was try to ring gay lesbian switchboard, mm-hmm. and I made about fifty calls. And every time I rang, the line was busy and yeah. I couldn't get through. And then I was finally caught out because somebody picked up <laughs> the phone and answered it, and I blurted out. My son has come out, my son is gay, and I don't know what to do. And the very calm voice at the other end of the phone said, just love him, mm. give him all the love he needs. And I said, but I do. And he said, well, continue that. Yeah. So there was, it was no, never any question about us not accepting him. Yeah. 
and but you took it a step further. I mean, when it comes to there's one to love your child, which, which you know, it's something you just it's, do. It's yeah. something you just do, and, and it's almost the smallest thing most of us want when we come out. But yeah. you you got active, Nan. Could you tell some of our listeners who should know your history how it was that you got active in this space to to really assist other parents and friends of of young people coming out? Well, I have to admit that the night that he told us, I said, was it my fault? Now, what a stupid thing to say. And he said, no, Mum, it's the way I'm born. <laughs> and uh, um, I thought, well, a lot of people, a lot of mothers are probably thinking that it is their fault. Yeah. And I needed to let them know that it was nobody's fault. It's the way their, their son or their daughter is born. And, and fault um, as if fault is a bad thing when being gay is not a bad thing. And it's, exactly. re, yeah, recalibrating that understanding. Yeah, being, being gay is not a bad thing. Exactly. It's a great it's thing, a, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been a, a, a house burglar. Or a, exactly. <laughs> but he wasn't. He was just gay. From your, and, time, uh, from your time with PFLAG, with parents coming to you to seek advice, what sort of... What sort of information are they after? What's, what's some of the initial questions that they come to you with? Um, well, they're, they're, most of them have difficulty in comprehending and a lot of them do think that it is their fault. Uh, and I had, I had to let them see that it was nobody's fault but, and, and that the child hadn't changed. He or she was still the same person that they've loved all their life. And and that had had to be continued, and, and I think the, um, the speaking to young people who were wondering about coming out to their parents and how should they do it, and I had a little list of do's and don'ts that they had to follow. That <laughs> you know, don't do it at Christmas or Mother's Day or birthdays, or um, but choose your time. Yeah. And, and sit them down quietly and don't lose your temper with them because you've known it for so many years. They're just It's just new information they're becoming accustomed to getting acquainted with. And um, so I, I met some lovely young people um, and I think if, I've, if I did any good, it was with the, the young people I, who maybe had a better relationship with their parents and, um, and and the parents were lovely too once we got our meetings up and um, uh, we, we, we were we, we became a little bit known as, as fighters for a cause and and it was such a worthwhile cause to fight for. The um... well, I love that. Not only did you do a good job, Nan, and you did support so many young gay and lesbian people to have better and fulfilling relationships with their families. I mean, you, you nicknamed the patron saint to to some of us as well. So <laughs> own that title. Um, <laughs> But Dave and I were both really surprised to learn that PFLAV Victoria is actually closed. I think you've done 
such a good job that you've done yourself out of a job, literally. Well, we when did it? Say, when did the Melbourne chapter shut down? Um, look, I'm not too sure. I know that my husband John was the final finalising tra- treasurer. Uh, I think it was year before last, uh, and was something we used to say at meetings. We really want to work ourselves out of a job, and the time came that there was. There wasn't uh, was a necessary need for us. A lot of municipalities have got same-sex attracted groups and a lot of schools have got um, care for same-sex attracted young people. So, uh, and there was... Um, I, I just think that we, we did fulfil our need. Uh, it's, it's sad in a way because, um, well, we... we Sure Obviously, PFLAG did such a tremendous job uh, supporting uh, other parents, and uh, times have changed. I guess Kieran had the uh, the hard conversation to sit you down and tell him that tell you that he's gay. And I had the luxury of sending a text message to my parents, <laughs> so I guess times have changed quite dramatically. But do you think it is becoming uh, a, an easier time in 2017 to come out to your parents? Do you feel like it's easier to than what it may have been 25 years ago? I think it is easier. I think there's a lot more public acceptance. I think you've only got to look at the Yes campaign Mm. and the projected win for the Yes. Um, I I, I I think that it's it's more acceptable. Not that Mm. it it should never have been unacceptable, but uh, I think that... um, I, I, I think there's... I'm sure it's not so difficult yeah. for for um, a young person coming out today. Well, I, I wouldn't recommend um, what Dave did and send a text. I think your advice, Nan, of sitting them down, maybe not on a special occasion, still holds <laughs> true to this day, even though, you know, 25 years have passed. But speaking of the Yes campaign now, this weekend some people might have noticed some people out in Paran, not just some people, but they might have noticed yourself, Nan, and, and yes. other parents and grandparents yes. out at the front of, was it Paran Market, yeah. holding Paran up? Market. Yes. Waving their yes. yes signs as well. Waving yes signs. I heard this was quite an exclusive invitation. You had to be either a parent or grandparent um, in order to be up there standing. How how was it and how was the reception from people on the street? Well, the response from people going by was one of bewilderment <laughs> or, or a, applauding us. Awesome. And we got um, a great response from the motoring public, <laughs> the, the toots and general, general, yeah, g- general, general acceptance public. of yeah, it. And that was good. Awesome. It was, oh, it put a... a uh, Bit of a fire in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I, I can't walk very well these days. I'm when I go out in public, I have to go in a wheelchair, and I'm sitting in my wheelchair, waving my little flag <laughs> and waving my yes vote a, a sticker, and thoroughly enjoying the day. And that's the thing. It just and sometimes it's it's our allies in all their shapes and forms and ages 
and definitely our ages because it is sending a message. One of my favourite um, announcements from Allies was when the Country Women's Association announced that they were supporters of the Yes campaign and that's yeah. when I knew, geez, we <laughs> have come such a way. Not only that's- they support us but they make a bloody good sponge and <laughs> we get the and two scones. together. <laughs> and scones, absolutely scones with jam and cream. Nan, look, we will let you go. Thank you so much for all the work you did, not I mean, not only just for your son, but for so many people in our community in for decades, um, the work you did. We're glad you did yourself out of a job um, and we're very thankful for everything you and your family have done for our community. It's been Thank an absolute you. pleasure We need more people like you, you, Nan. We really do. Thank you. It was a labour of love. Oh, it sure was. Thank you so much, Nan. Thank you. Nan McGregor. She was so lovely. Oh, my goodness, she was so sweet. She strikes me as someone that would make cake. That would make scones Mm. and her own probably jam and stuff. But what impressed me so much is she was out on the weekend in her wheelchair campaigning for the Yes campaign. You should, yeah, it was like it was across all the papers and stuff. You could see them all out there, and they got a great reception. She was a nan that just kept on giving and still is. And speaking of giving. Well, no, we've had a message. (gasps) We have. For Nan. Have we? From Brad from Marvellous Melbourne. I don't know if that's different to Melbourne. Um, <laughs> go Nan McGee. I like that. It makes her sound like a rapper. You're a lovely lady. Always have been from the time I met oh. you 20-something years ago and before that too. Mm. Yeah. That's adorable. Thanks, Brad. Uh, that's the thing. Quite seriously, people of my vintage know Nan. We saw her out and about all the time out there advocating for us. And and when you are young and it's not that easy coming out, having people like Nan out there, you kind of mm. see your own mum. In I also song. loved yeah. how she said she didn't hesitate at the choice of <sighs> choosing uh, religion over loving her son. Yeah, just, it was just easy. It, it is. Of course. It, of course that's love my you. son. Love you. That's oh, it. Nan McGregor. You've been listening to Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast. Your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families. Sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au. A proud Joy sponsor for over five years. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.